Chapter 7, You're Welcome. Serious Can't Eat Remus is surprisingly kind, not settling for something simple he could easily grab from a cupboard. He'd come prepared with a bag loaded with things, filling the empty spaces of the kitchen a little and then starting in on some eggs and sausages. Sirius can smell it, the scents wafting through his nose delightfully, like he hasn't been around food in months. He realizes now he likely hasn't, but his stomach never growls, and he's not sure what that means. When Remus sets a plate in front of him, also loaded with wedges of toast and small slices of fruit, Sirius glances over it warily. It seems like a large waste if this all fails as he suspects it will but hopes it won't. His hand shakes a little, but Sirius tries to hide it away as he lifts his fork and stabs at an egg, his gaze raising to settle on the other man watching him curiously before Sirius shoves the bite into his mouth. It lingers for a few seconds, resting heavily, but Sirius can't taste it. It's like a lump of clay filling the hollow portions of his mouth, and then it virtually disintegrates, ashes coating his tongue with bitterness, a heavy scent of sulfur the only thing left behind. He makes a face, twists his nose up, and he sees Remus falter a little in front of him where he leans over the table. All right, he says, tone matter of fact, and he slides a tall glass across the wooden surface to Sirius, who catches it just before it topples over the edge. Try that. Juice. Sirius lifts it slowly, taking a cursory sniff before he presses the cup to his lips and sips at the contents. Once again, he can smell it, the heavy citrus of the juice burning through his nose, but there's no flavor, the liquid evaporating as it hits his throat. He groans softly as he sets the glass back on the table and pushes it away. I've always loved food, he mumbles, mostly to himself. Never could get enough. James used to laugh at me when we were in school. His mum loved it when we were home for holidays, always shoving things off on me, so happy to do it even when I felt guilty. Nearly ate Lily out of everything more than once. She never had leftovers when I came round for meals. Remus observes him silently as he drops down into the chair opposite Sirius. There's a thoughtful expression covering his face as his fingers tap out a rhythm over the tabletop. Let's break this down, he suggests, beginning to tick off his list on his now still fingers. You can't leave, or so it appears. As soon as the door closes, you're back inside. You keep waking in the same odd place time after time. Somewhere you slept often, was it? Sirius scowls a little and shakes his head. Thought not. You can't eat or drink anything. You can touch objects, move them around, and while you can touch me, my son seems to be immune to it. It would also appear that you can't be seen by anyone but me. Remus inhales a breath and huffs it back out as Sirius waits for what he'll say next, the man clearly building to something. He fidgets and squirms in his chair, having never been good at remaining still for long. I'll not pretend to understand what that aspect of all this means, and why it's me that can interact with you. Some mysteries are meant to stay just that, mysteries, continues Remus, tone almost light, but Sirius can hear the heaviness at its edges when brown eyes fix back on him firmly. All other clues are pointing to one thing here, Sirius. He pauses, whether for effect or to judge Sirius's mentality, he's not sure. The facts lead to the conclusion that you're a ghost.
Sirius's mouth drops open. He's not sure what he'd been expecting, but it hadn't been that. I am not a ghost, he protests. I've seen ghosts. They were all over Hogwarts. They float and drift through the air. They can't touch anything. They fly through walls for fuck's sake. I can't do that. Are you sure? Sirius ignores the slyness in the question and continues as though the other man hadn't spoken. We had a professor that was a ghost. He didn't even know he was dead, and he still floated around and disappeared through solid things, argues Sirius petulantly. And none of that means anything, because to be a ghost, I would have to be dead. I'm not dead. Remus stares across the table at him, all former rising amusement and jesting now gone, his face smooth and somber. I am not dead, denies Sirius again, more adamantly this time. I think I'd know if I was. You just said your professor, tries Remus. I'm not bloody bins, cries Sirius, lurching to his feet, glaring down at Remus, rage leeching from him in waves. I'd know if I'd died. I'm not some boring, no-life professor teaching history no one cares about anymore. I have a life. I have people who love me that I love in return. I have things that matter. I am not dead. He punctuates each of his last words with a smack of his hand to the wall, proving that it's solid and he is as well. Remus continues to stare at him, not seeming all that phased by Sirius's outburst. He eventually nods, still looking solemn and not entirely convinced. Sirius growls under his breath and Remus holds up his hands. All right, fine. You're not dead, he offers out, sounding mildly reluctant. We'll just, have to figure it out or hope that your friends have better answers when they come home. Right, mutters Sirius, most of his anger fizzling away quickly, like a spark losing charge. His fingers flick at the underside of the nearly untouched plate, causing it to bounce and rattle a little before it settles flat again. Thanks for trying. Remus gazes up at him, his response slow to emerge. You're welcome, is all he says, eyes dark and more curious than anything else. 